Welcome to Orphan Entertainment, the podcast dedicated to the public domain and abandoned film, television, and radio. Lydia and I had planned on having a full episode for you a week ago, and we even recorded one on a real interesting film called Other Men's Women. But due to a rather large technical issue, the entire recording was unusable. And as it happens, there's some question on the actual copyright status of the film, so maybe just as well. So all that being said, we made plans to record a discussion on the movie Jamaica Inn. But my schedule sort of exploded, and we had to push the recording out. Then some of Lydia's family unexpectedly dropped in from out of town, and family always comes before podcasts. So, yet another push. That brings us to today. This episode will be out on or just after Thanksgiving, and one of the things Liddy and I wanted to do with the episode that was going to post a week ago was to make sure that all our listeners knew how thankful we here at Orphan Entertainment are for you, as well as our Facebook group members and our YouTube subscribers. On behalf of Lydia and even Barry, remember Barry? On behalf of Lydia and even Barry, remember Barry? And especially myself, who started this silly thing having no idea if anyone would even listen. Thank you. We are all truly grateful for your support. Now, speaking of Thanksgiving, I found a couple of great radio shows from the comedy duo of George Burns and Gracie Allen that are all about the Thanksgiving holiday. The first one comes from November 1940, and you're going to get a kick out of the sponsor for the show. Nothing says Thanksgiving like Hormel Spam. The second is from 1942, and has a little less interesting sponsor, Swan Soap. I'm just going to play them. I'm going to skip the five-minute mysteries, commercials, and given any Othel ratings. Just know that I laughed out loud several times while listening to them, which did elicit some odd looks from my co-workers. Anyway, have fun. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. And again, thank you. From Hollywood, the George Burns and Gracie Allen Show for Hormel and Spam. the answer. Ready for the question? All right. What is an easy way to serve the family a swell main course for dinner that costs but a few cents? There's no magic about it. Just open a can of Spam, S-P-A-M, and bake according to the simple directions on the label. Takes only a jiffy, and you'll set before the family a delicious taste surprise that satisfies even the huskiest appetite. That's because Spam is grand-tasting meat, and baked, it certainly makes a hit. The perfect combination of juicy pork shoulder and ham meat, originated by Hormel, gives Spam extra flavor, extra goodness. Try a Spam bake for dinner tomorrow. Just be sure you ask your food dealer for S-P-A-M Spam.
stars of our big happy family, George and Gracie. Thank you very, very much. Tonight, ladies oh, and gentlemen... Oh, George, where's Gracie? She's not here. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen... Oh, George, can you do a show without Gracie? Certainly I can do a show without her. Do you think I need Gracie? Certainly, bud. He needs Gracie about as much as Dorothy Lamour needs a sarong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, listen, I happen to have a lot of talent, and... Well, I'll answer you later. <clears throat> Hello? Uh, this is Sam. Hey, now, Gracie Allen speaking. Gracie, where are you? We're doing a broadcast, and you're supposed to be here. I couldn't get down on account of my granddaddy's very sick. He was on the floor all last night, and we're awfully worried. He was on the floor? Yes. What about the bed? Well, we couldn't use that. We had a party here last night. Where could we put the hats and coats? <laughs> well, Gracie, where's your granddaddy now? He's down in the kitchen with the temperature of 105, and we're awfully You had the temperature of 105? Yes, and we're... Well, down... why have you got him in the kitchen? Well, he's defaulting the icebox. <laughs> your, uh, your granddaddy's in the fridge there? For seven hours. Well, aren't you afraid he'll freeze? Oh, that's impossible. Every hour we open the fridge there and ask him if he's cold. He doesn't answer. <laughs> Look, uh, Gracie, we're doing a broadcast. Really? What station? I must listen in. Well, never mind. That's a smart idea, putting a man with a temperature in the fridge there. I suppose to cure him, they'll put a nice pack on his head and a hot water bottle on his feet. Oh, George, all they need to use is a can of Spam. Can of Spam? Sure, cold or hot, it hits it's the, the spot. spot. Oh, yes. But... <laughs> You're a regular Dr. Kildare. Look, everybody, uh, not that I need Gracie, but I think we ought to go over to Gracie's house and do the broadcast. Might make an old man happy. Well, if it's going to make you happy, George, let's go. <laughs> oh, I know. What is it, Senor Lee? Uh, why don't you drive down in my car? I just got a brand new rooster. A rooster? Si, senor. A car made by General Mothers. And not, it's not General Mothers, it's General Motors. Oh. A, a mother is, uh, well, for example, when you were a baby, who combed your hair? That's what I'd like to know. The part isn't straight. <laughs> Everybody, we gotta get to Gracie's house. Oh, well. Here we are at Gracie's house. I'll ring the doorbell. George, you better knock on the door. The bell doesn't work. Well, this is the house, all right. Oh, hello, George. When did you get here? Well, I give up. Hello, everybody. Oh. Gracie, do you know that you're not all there? I know. I just had my tonsils removed. Tonsils removed? That annoys me. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all I've got. <laughs> Say, Gracie, what's the matter with your granddaddy? Oh, he doesn't take care of himself. He inhales the guy. Well, what's wrong with him? Well, most people just inhale the smoke. <laughs> Look, Gracie, you'll have to excuse me if I run away just before the broadcast is over. You see, I've got a date with a little redhead. And she won't wait. Yeah. A redhead? Say, Poopsie, how do you get all these gals? Well, well, why shouldn't he? George is a good dancer, he's a swell dresser, he's romantic, spends lots of money. Continue our next page. Artie, don't read that part. <laughs> well, come on, everybody. Hey, right through this long... Gracie, Gracie, what is this? You've got barbed wire on the banisters? Well, you know my granddaddy likes to slide down the banisters. 
Oh, I see, and that stops him. No, it doesn't stop him, but it slows him down a bit. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Uh, it is. It is. It is. It isn't. It is. No, it isn't. It... <laughs> uh, who, uh, who are they? Oh, they've been living here for over a year. Well, who are they? I don't know. Missy, you know, this house is filled with imbeciles. Well, I better tell Granddaddy you're all here. Well, never mind that. We better start the broadcast. What's tonight's program about, George? It's about Thanksgiving. What's that? What's that? Look, Gracie, as far back as you can remember, what always happened in in, uh, in November? Roosevelt was elected. <laughs> I'll try to explain it later. All right. You see, in 1620, the first Americans arrived in a new land to make a fresh start. Uh-huh. They, si- they decided to build homes. And do you, do you know one of the first things they did? They applied for FHA loans. <laughs> FHA loans didn't come until 300 years later. Well, you've got to go through a lot of red tape before you get the money. <laughs> anyway, these people, these people were called Puritans. What's that? What's that? Did you ever read of those people who suffered and were punished in stocks? Oh, in 1929, some of my best friends were Puritans. <laughs> well, anyway, these people were so grateful for finding a freedom in a new country that they killed a turkey and called it Thanksgiving. Oh, what a cute name for a turkey. <laughs> and the custom still remains. Even today, we chop the heads off turkeys. How can you knock off all their heads at once? A turkey only has one head. Then where do all the necks come from? Uh, last year, my sister got a neck, my brother got a neck, my uncle got a neck. Oh, well, this is the end. Uh, that's the part my daddy got. <laughs> Look, smoothies, Bab, Charlie, and Little, will you sing a song while I try to explain to Gracie what Thanksgiving is? Please. <laughs> Well, all right. Now that everybody's happy, they're starting to let the news come in. So be 
I've never seen a house like this. People walking around and nobody knowing them. And this furniture, what kind of furniture is this? Well, it comes from the Hollywood Furniture Company. Yeah, but what about the period? Oh, pardon me. It comes from the Hollywood Furniture Company, period. <laughs> That's what I meant. Oh, say, Gracie, where's your kitchen? I want to get a Spam one. Oh, but we haven't got any Spam in the Frigidaire. No Spam in the Frigidaire? Not in the Frigidaire. Spam doesn't need any refrigeration. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I forgot. I'll hate myself in the morning. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> no! Oh! What's that? That's my granddaddy. He's sliding down the banister. He's sliding down a barbed wire banister? Well, he does it 20 times a day, and the doctor told him to stop. Well, I imagine he would. Sure. It's bad for his heart. Well, I hope the kid makes a three-point landing. It is. It isn't. It is. It isn't. It is. It isn't. Gracie, these fellows have been living in your house for over a year and you don't know who they are? That's right. Well, why don't you ask them? I don't talk to strangers. Well, this is some house. Sure, I'd better go and find Granddaddy and give him his medicine. You see, he hasn't got a nurse anymore. Oh, he had a nurse, huh? Yes. And the only way he'd take his medicine was when the nurse would kiss him after every teaspoonful. It was awful stuff. Bitter, huh? No, he has many teeth. <laughs> Well, let's get this over with. All right, let's find your granddaddy and give him this medicine. Boy, what a house. I've never seen. Hey, sound man. Four years in Harvard. Why are you sitting out in the hall all by yourself, soaking? A big Harvard-Yale game this year, and I won't be there. Well, why don't you go? Not after the sad experience I had last year. There I was at the stadium. It was the last quarter. The score was nothing to nothing. Just as Yale was making a touchdown, somebody stuck a gun in my back and held me up. Well, there were millions of people there. Why didn't you yell? What? Well, I didn't have them think I was rooting for Yale. Well, come on, Gracie. Hey, George, George, when you meet this little red-headed girl tonight, why don't you take her to the Follies Bergere? It's a swell show. Ah, oh, those girly shows are all the same, Arnie. Take away their feathers and their little umbrellas and what have you got? High blood pressure. Oh, well, look, Gracie, before we all go in, what's the matter with your granddaddy? Well, we really don't know. In the middle of the night, we heard strange noises, and we ran into granddaddy's room, and there he was shaking all over. He was shaking all over? Yes. Well, what did you do? What did we do? We sent for a doctor. Well, what did the doctor do? Well, he took the Madame Lazanga record off for the troll, and we all went back to sleep again. Kid has probably got rheumatism. <laughs> Hiya, Grace. Hi, What's the matter, Grandpa? Don't you feel well? No, Georgie boy. <laughs> Say, hand me that picture of Hedy Lamar in a sleeping tablet. Oh, I can't find Hedy Lamar's picture. Do you want the do you want this one of Van Sheridan? No, I'm saving her until I feel better. Yahoo! <laughs> well, wait, Grandpa, I'll look in this closet. It is. It isn't. It is. It isn't. I can't. <laughs> Gracie, can't somebody else in your family give him the medicine? I've got a date with a little redhead. Well, my mother's at her sewing club, and my daddy went downtown to vote, and my your brother... Your daddy went downtown to vote? Yes, and my brother... The election out... was over two weeks ago. I know, but my daddy's a Republican, and he never gives up. <laughs> Listen, Gracie, 
She cried on the stand. If I've got a date oh, for the girl, Senor Burns, I can't stand it. Senor Burns, look out. Don't get excited. You'll break a blood weasel. <laughs> well, don't worry about me. And besides, you said that wrong. Oh, perdona me. Uh, don't get excited. You'll break a, a blood weasel. <laughs> well, that's much better. Hey, buddy boy. Well, what is it, granddaddy? Buddy boy, would you mind reaching in that coat pocket and getting me a cigar? Oh, what coat, Grandpa? The one George is wearing. <laughs> there aren't any cigars in my pocket. You mean you didn't get anything with that suit? <laughs> Pretty good one, Corny. Oh, quiet. <laughs> Even if I did have a cigar, if I did get a cigar with it, why should I give it to you? You're the tightest old man I ever met. You never gave anybody anything. Oh, Judge, you shouldn't say that to my granddaddy when he's so sick. He gave you something. When did he ever give me something? Tonight. What did he give me? The measles. The measles? <laughs> had the measles, he, sh he shouldn't have kept it a secret. He didn't. He's been spreading it all around. <laughs> Why do they ever go into this crazy house? Oh. Lisa, what's, what's that? She's practicing up in the attic. Who's practicing? My grandmother. Your grandmother? Gracie, will you tell your grandmother to stop? We can't continue talking if she's going to make all that noise upstairs. Why, this is the craziest house. Listen to that. Beat, 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 eat, eat, meat, 
I say there, lady, when a shopping you go, here's some news that you should know. Help me out, George. I've gone this far. I'll beat it out, bud. A to the bar. Spam is the meat that you should buy. Spam is different, and here is why. We use pork shoulder to make spam sweet, and the ham it takes for extra good meat. The extra good flavor that you get in spam got there, folks, because we added ham. Carmel started this new kind of meat, seasoned it better, made it brand to eat. I say, Senor Burns, serve spam for lunch. This delicious meat is good to crunch. Look, Senor Lee, it's crunch, not crunch. Crunch, 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 crunch. You buy it all the time if you try it once. To get the real thing to put on your table, look for this sentence on the Spam Can label. Pork shoulder meat with hand meat added. Proof that Spam is really different. My, 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 that doesn't fit. Yeah, that's right, Gracie. That's the worst one yet. Nothing is just like Spam, my friend. And so with this, our poem ends. When the shopping you'd go tomorrow, ma'am, ask for... Or S-P-A-M Spam. Slice it, dice it, fry it, bake it, cold or hot, Spam hits the spot. George, if there's a possibility of you having the measles, I wouldn't keep that date with that redhead. Well, don't worry about me, Artie. I'm going out right now and get myself inoculated. Well, why do it tonight? Why don't you wait until New Year's Eve? <laughs> Look, Gracie, inoculation prevents sickness. You see, millions of germs can live on the head of a pin. How can they eat that stuff? They use a knife and fork. Oh! Well, I'm going to get out of this house before it's too late. <laughs> Hold on there, mister. Where do you think you're going? I'm going out, officer. Why? Oh, no, you're not. Nobody leaves this house. It's quarantined. But I'm George Burns. I haven't got anything. I've heard you on the air, brother, and you ain't kidding. <laughs> Let me tell you Get something. Get back in there. Oh. <laughs> well, this is a fine thing. And I've got myself... Oh, look who's there. Hello, George. Are you back from your date already? Did you meet that girl? Did you kiss her? Gracie, I was stopped by a cop. Oh, that's what always happens in those park cars. I knew you'd understand me. Once I was in the park car with a precious fellow, and you know what he said to me? Will you be reasonable? That's what he said to me. Oh, stop. That's what I said to him. Gracie, I didn't even get out of the door. There's a cop outside. He says your house is quarantined. He's crazy. It's ducko. Well, never mind. I'll see you later. I've got to keep this date. I wonder where this door leads to. Oh, wrong door. <laughs> Isn't that silly? The room closet. Oh, look at the hello, George. When did you get back? Did you have a nice time with Grace, the little redhead? Gracie, I was in the broom closet. Husband came home, huh? <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get out of this house of yours. Well, I've got an idea. Let's do what they do in the movies. Now, I'll tie this bed sheet around you and let you out of the window. See, that's not a bad idea. Put it on me right Oh, here. then I'll tie this end to the bed. All right. All ready, George. Climb out of the window. Well, here I go. Ouch! Gracie! Gracie! What? What part of the bed did you tie it to? <laughs> Hey, you burn! I told you the 
Now get back in that house. Oh. Hmm. Well, look who's here. Hello, George. <laughs> Are you back from the date already? Did you have a nice time for the redhead? See, I was. I almost killed myself. I just went through that window. Oh, her husband came home again, huh? You know, you could use another ounce of brain. Uh-uh, not me. I'm overweight now. No matter where I go, that cop is there. I wish he'd stick to his beat. Stick to his what? Beat. Beat. Me. Me. Spam is the meat that you, you should, should eat. eat. Spam, Spam is, is I know that. I know. You should try. I know that, but we've done it before. This poetry is going from bad to worse. Oh. <laughs> it's just a little slip. Uh, look at me. I'm filthy. How can I get washed up? Just keep on telling those jokes, brother. <laughs> Gracie, where's the washroom? Right down the hall. You can't miss it. It's the one with the gasoline pump in front of it. <laughs> gasoline pump? Sure. My grandmother's a tourist, and we like to make her feel at home. <laughs> well, I'll go in there and get cleaned up. It is. It isn't. It is. It is. It is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All you guys have been doing is arguing. What are you arguing about? I claim this Thursday is the real Thanksgiving, and Joe says it isn't. Well, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. still. <laughs> Gracie, I've got to get out of here. Well, George, why, why don't you go up on the roof and fly down the drain peep, and then when you get to the, the yard... Uh, the, the, the drain peep? Yeah, when you get to the yard... The, the, the drain peep? Oh. Oh, pardon me. I was out with Senorli last night. Oh. <laughs> Keep on going out with him, and you won't be able to speak English. And Senor Burns, when you say that, smile. <laughs> Smile? Yes. S-M-E-L-L. Smile. That smell. You're perfect? Oh, please, everything happens to me. Here, I've got a date with a girl. I'm all messed up. I scrape my nose. Huh. What a pickle. Looks more like a banana. Oh, yeah? Well, my face happens to be all right doesn't bother me. Maybe that's the kind of you're standing behind it? Yeah, maybe. Well, I've just got to get out of here. Mr. Burns. What does it sound, man? Just look at this goldfish bowl. It's a rhapsody in glass. It's made of pure quartz silicate. Time like this has got to impress me with his education. There must be some way out. Say, sound man, what happened to the goldfish that were in that bowl? Ask me, what did you do with those goldfish? Forgive me, Miss Allen, I couldn't help it. Once a Harvard man, always a Harvard man. <laughs> Well, there must be some way out hey, of here. Tom, I don't mind you eating the goldfish, but Tom Harmon is going to get pretty angry. Why, Tom Harmon is that great Michigan football player. Well, it's also the name of our cat. You call your cat Tom Harmon? Well, yeah, that's in the kind of every time he gets loose, he makes ten yards. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Why didn't I think of this before? Gracie, where's the chimney? Oh, right there. Well, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I'm going up the chimney. All right, George. What a guy will go through for a woman. Well, here it is. I'm out. There's the blue sky. Blue sky, nothing. That's my uniform, you see. Get back in there. Oh! 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 Well, look who's here. Hello, George. You're back Quiet.
Will some one person in every family listening tonight do us just one more small favor? All we want to ask is that you remind Mother to get a can of Spam when she goes shopping tomorrow. You'll be doing a bigger favor for yourself because Spam is absolutely the most popular new meat item in a generation. Once you taste Spam's tempting flavor, its tender, meaty goodness, you'll want to serve Spam often. Spam is so easy to prepare. Try it tomorrow. Use the simple recipes on the label. Ask your food dealer for S-P-A-M, Spam. Join the thousands who say, whenever the occasion calls for delicious meat at our house, we serve Spam. Well, but I'm certainly in a fine mess. Oh, George, I just found out my granddaddy hasn't got the measles. Well, good. Now I can go home and meet my little redhead. Oh, yeah, then you can say hello to granddaddy because he went there, too. Good night, all. again next week, same time, same station, for another Burns and Allen show with Artie Shaw and his orchestra and the smoothies. Until then, this is Bud Heaston reminding you to remember that cold or hot, spam hits the spot. Have you tried Hormel Chili Con Carne? Even those who think they don't like chili do like Chili Con Carne the way Hormel makes it because it's different and everybody likes it. Double your money back if you don't like it. Try Hormel Chili Con Carne tomorrow. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Hello? Are you there? Well, we're here. Swan, the soap that's pure and gentle. Come on, come on, swing to Swan. Lever Brothers, the makers of Swan, the new white floating soap, present the Burns and Allen Show with Paul Whiteman. Our singer, Jimmy Cash, yours truly, Bill Goodwin, the six hits and a miss, and George Burns and Gracie Allen. Here they are. Well, today, George and Gracie are discussing a subject that most husbands never mention to their wives. In fact, it's a subject that never arises in the average American home. Let's listen. Gracie, you've been spending too much money. Look at this budget for November. Well, it balances. We're not spending any more than we make. <laughs> I know, but that's the trouble. Some of the items in this budget are ridiculous. Milk for cats, two dollars? We haven't got any cats. Yeah, but we have mice. <laughs> well, I don't get it. Well, if I put bowls of milk all around the house, the mice will think we have cats and they'll be afraid to come out of the hole. <laughs> oh, fine. And some night I'll kick over a bowl of milk and ruin the rug. Oh, you're right, dear. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, I know. I'll scare the mice with milk that doesn't splash. Milk that doesn't splash? Sure, cheese. <laughs> Yeah, that'll scare the mice to death. I'll answer it. Okay, dear. Oh, it's the postman. Good morning, Mr. Postman. Good morning, Mrs. Burns. Only one for you today, and I'm afraid that one's a bill. Oh, well, that's all right, Mr. Postman. I realize the post office only sends us what they get. How are you feeling? Oh, simply marvelous. I took a nice cold shower. Ice cold shower this morning and then ran around the reservoir a couple of times in my shorts. I, 
guess that's what put all this pep in me. Oh, no doubt about it. It is a gorgeous morning, isn't it? Cool and happy sort of. Yeah. On a morning like this, I can feel the blood racing through my veins, can't you? Well, no, I can't, but then you're much closer to your veins than I am. Yeah, that's true. Well, goodbye, Mrs. Burns. Remember, keep smiling. Um, any, any mail there? Oh, it's just a bill, probably for my new hat. It only costs $12. $12? Well, well, George, I only buy what I absolutely have to. Just bare necessities. Is a $12 hat a bare necessity? No, but I didn't want my head to be one. <laughs> Gracie, you don't need any more hats. And today, when you buy anything you don't need... You're taking something away from our fighting men. Oh, gee, I, I never thought of that. I'll wrap up the hat right away. That's the idea. I wonder who would have looked better on, a soldier or a sailor? <laughs> Gracie, it's not the hat. You see, very few things are being made for civilians today. And if everybody tries to buy those things, the demand makes prices go up and we've got inflation. Oh, well, gee, the sales girl said that the hat would cause comment, but I never thought it would cause inflation. <laughs> Well, let's get back to this budget. What's this silly item? Bicycle pump, one dollar. Well, that's an economy. That'll save us lots of money on breakfast food. A bicycle pump will save us money on breakfast food? Well, yeah, from now on, we'll pump our own rice. <laughs> yes, that'll save us a fortune. And watch this. Rose bushes, $75. Well, you know that florist who has that lovely big greenhouse just off Glendale Boulevard? Yes. Well, I happened to be out in that direction yesterday and went through it. Yeah, but I don't see any I don't see any rose bushes around here. Where are they? Well, there's one still stuck in the bumper of my car. <laughs> you uh you really went through Yeah. Mm. But I'll save enough money to make up for it. I am gonna buy one of those things that conductors punch tickets with. What's that for? Well, then we won't have to pay the cleaner to take the spots out of your necktie. <laughs> I see. We just punch them out. Yeah. Mm. Look, sweetheart, from now on, we only buy what we absolutely need. The rest of the money goes for, for war bonds. But we do buy war bonds every month. Yes, but if we, call out, if we, if we cut out these silly things, we can, we can really buy more. And, and, and not only that, we get $4 back for every $3 we put in. We help prevent inflation, and we help win the war. Oh, you're right, dear. Everybody should cut down on their spending and put that money into war bonds. That's the idea. So let's throw the silly budget right out of the window. Well, but don't you want to look at the items for our Thanksgiving dinner? Hmm. We'll cut that, too. The turkey we had last year should have had a pilot and a bombardier. <laughs> well, this year we're only getting a 12-pound turkey, three pounds for each of us. Well, I don't follow that arithmetic. Well, Blanche and Harry Morton are going to eat with us. Not again. Those sponges have had Thanksgiving dinner at our house five years in a row. They're not sponges, George. They contribute their share. Every year, Blanche brings over a jar of her homemade pickle peaches. I know, I know. Uh, and every year, Harry helps you clean the walls when the, car, the jar explodes. Sure, they're, they're absolutely wonderful people. Hi, George. Hello, Gracie. What's cooking? I am. Burnt up about Harry Morton. That guy's a sponge. He's not a sponge. He is, too. We'll leave it to Bill. Now, now, wait a minute, George. I'd rather not get in the middle of a family quarrel. Bill, I'm trying to prove to Gracie that Morton is a sponge. Now, you know him. What do you say? Well, George, of course, there's only one way to tell a sponge. That is, a real sponge. You rub soap on it, and if you get loads and loads of pure baby dental suds, you've got Swan, the new white floating soap. 
What's Harry Morton got to do with Swan Soap? Well, now, look, George, I, I don't want to get involved in a family argument. Yeah, but just answer me one question. Have you ever known Morton to reach for a check? Well, uh... Oh, come on, admit it, have you? Well, uh... Maybe you don't notice his hand when he reaches across the white tablecloth to pick up a check because his hands are so soft and white. You know, he washes his wife's dishes with swan soap, George. Oh, <laughs> brother. That's swan for you, George. So kind to your hands. Mild as the finest Castile soaps. So mild you should use it not only for washing the dishes, but for every soap and water job in the house. In fact, swan is Bill, for everything. Bill, I'm going to get you to agree that Harry Morton is a moocher if, it, if it's the last thing I do. What about the other day when the three of us went into a drugstore for sodas? Who paid the check? Oh, you mean the drugstore that's having the sale on swan soap? Yeah. How about that? Oh, it's going great. Lots of dealers are now running a big sale on swan. <laughs> Bill, I'm talking about Harry Morton. Oh, well, he bought three bars. Oh. You know, you buy three bars and save. That's true, you save in more ways than one. Well, I give up. There's a guy who invites himself to my house for Thanksgiving dinner, and nobody agrees with me that he's a chiseler. Well, now, wait a minute. Did he do that? Yes. Well, anyone who invites himself to your house for Thanksgiving dinner without being asked certainly is a chiseler. There. You see, Gracie? Oh, George, that reminds me why I dropped in. Why? Shake hands with another chiseler. So long. See you Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I'm glad his salary is frozen. It'll be easier to break off. Anyway, Gracie, there's no reason why we should buy a turkey to feed the Morton. Well, but John... Look, look, Gracie, we... Why can't we eat at their house for a change? Well... I could call Blanche and sort of hint around. Well, I wish you would. Of course, I don't want you to be too blunt about it. Oh, don't worry, George. She won't suspect the thing. Mm. I'll be very subtle about it. Uh, uh, hello? Hello, Blanche? Uh, this is Gracie. How about inviting us for Thanksgiving dinner this year? That's very subtle. What did you say, Blanche? Oh, oh, I see. Your mother and father are coming for Thanksgiving. What? Oh, no, no, that's all right. Yeah, we understand. And goodbye, Blanche. Well, Judge, Blanche's mother and father are going to be in town. I know, I heard. So we won't need to get a, a turkey for four people. Oh, good. We'll get one for six. This is Paul Whiteman, and here's Jimmy Cash voicing the hopes of millions of people all over the world. When the light's gone again all over the world, and the boys are home again all over the world, and rain or snow is
Well, George didn't say positively that the Mortons couldn't come for Thanksgiving dinner. He just gave Gracie a dollar and a half and told her to buy the turkey. So now we pick up Gracie at Myers Market. Oh, Mr. Myers. Oh, good afternoon, Mrs. Burns. Well, now, I'm in sort of a hurry. Can you wait on me right away? Why, of course I can. What would you like? Well, I'd like to place an order for... Gracie, darling! Gracie Bagwell! Oh, it's good to see you again, Gracie. Where have you been keeping yourself? Oh, around. Where have you been? Oh, here and there. Oh, hell, no wonder we haven't seen each other. (laughs) Oh, what are you doing? Shopping for dinner? Yes, I bought some nice carrots. Oh, well, what a piece of luck, Tootsie. Only yesterday I read the most wonderful new recipe. It's called Carrot Supreme. Oh, it sounds delicious. Oh, it is. First you take the carrots. Yes. And then you wash them. Yes. And, well, that's how I remember the called Carrot Supreme, and it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to try it. Oh, dear. Mr. Myers has wanted off somewhere. Mr. Myers? Uh, yes, Mrs. Burns. Look, I, uh, I don't want to be a pest, but I am in a hurry and... Could you wait on me now? Right away. What would you like? Well, I'd like... Oh, Tootsie, I noticed you're carrying a hat box. Yes, I got a new hat at Sally's. Well, I got a new hat, too, but George made me send it back. Is he trying to act like a man again? <laughs> well, he he was right this time. We're cutting our budget down. And besides, the hat was pretty extreme. What are the new creations? Well, yeah, with a military motive. The hat had a flat top, and when you leaned over, a little toy airplane took off. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, Mr. Myers is gone again. He's much too scatterbrained to run a market. Mr. Myers! Yes, Mrs. Burns? Look, I I hate to complain about the service, but I do think you might remember that I'm in a hurry. I'm sorry, Mrs. Burns. What would you like? Well, I'd like it. Oh, Tootsie, look! Look who's driving by the market. Who who is it, Gracie? Bill Walsh. Have you still got a crush on him? Not anymore. After what happened Saturday night, I never want to see him again. Why? What did happen? Oh, I invited him for dinner, and I thought it would be more cozy if I locked all the doors. <laughs> well, well, there I was picking broken window glass out of my soup. <laughs> well, this is the limit. That silly Mr. Myers has forgotten all about it. Mr. Myers! Yes, Mrs. Burns. Look, if, if you want me to trade here, you shouldn't keep disappearing when you know I'm in a hurry. Okay, Mrs. Burns, what would you like? How much is turkey? Fifty cents a pound. All right, here's a dollar and a half. Give me an 18-pound turkey. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Burns, that isn't enough. Oh, yes, it is. We're only having six for dinner. No, 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 no. A dollar and a half would only buy that little turkey over there. He only weighs three pounds. Oh, wh- why didn't you pluck his feathers out like the others? Well, he might not like it. You see, he's alive. Oh. See, I, I've got an idea. I could fatten him up, and then the Mortons could come to dinner, and it'll only cost George a dollar and a half. Mr. Myers, I'll take him. Okay, Mrs. Burns, I'll get it. Gracie, what if George says you bring a live turkey in the house? Oh, gee, I never thought of that. He'll be mad. He, he even had a fight with Herman this morning. Did he pick on that sweet little duck? Yeah, George yelled and yelled, but Herman didn't say a word. He just sat there quietly in the nest he'd made of George's shorts. <laughs> oh, such a darling. Yes. Oh, I know. I'll sneak the turkey in. Tootsie, would you lend me your hat box to hide it in? Of course I would. I've been dying to show you my new hat anyway. I'll take it out of the box. All right. Here's the turkey, Mrs. Burns. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not by the neck. You hold him by the feet. Oh, all right. Oh, my, his little feet are chapped. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, he, he shouldn't be running around barefooted in November. <laughs> oh, Mr. Myers, why does he make that funny noise? Well, all turkeys gobble. Well, then he should eat slower. <laughs> or, or else take some bicarbonate of soda. Wait, look. I've got on my new hat. How do you like it? Well, do you want my frank opinion, or would you rather have me tell a little white lie? I- I'll take the little white lie. Just see, it's simply gorgeous. <laughs> oh, thank you, Gracie. Welcome, Jesse. Goodbye. Hello, dear. Oh, back so soon. Gracie, did you buy another hat? Uh-uh. And what's in the box? What box? The box you have under your arm. What arm? What arm? Well, you, you mean arm. this arm? Hmm. Uh, the one attached to my shoulder? Yes, what's in it? Oh, bones and muscles and arteries. And not the arm, not the arm, the box. Oh, the, the, the box. The box, the box. What's in it? Well, um, uh, a picture? Are you asking me? No, 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 I'm telling you. It's a picture of my cousin Philip. That's what it is, a picture. You're a talking picture. Oh, you know, cousin Philip spoke very little English. Gracie, for the last time, what is in that box? Well, all right, I'll tell you. But you've got to promise you won't get mad. Will you get mad? No. How much do you want to bet? Gracie. me I could spend a dollar and a half for a turkey. So I bought a little live one, and we can fatten them up, and that way you, we uh, have a you, you bought a live turkey? Well, they're easier to fatten up that way than the other kind. Oh, well, that's fine. I knew we'd wind up feeding those Martins again. Okay, let's see this turkey that we're going to fatten up. Hey. He isn't very friendly. Hmm. He looks like he's thinking of biting my nose off. Well, look what you're thinking of doing to him. Yes, I, I guess so. Oh, ho, 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 it's my darling little ducky. Oh, ho, ho, Herman, Mama has a surprise for you. Yes, really. Look in this box. Oh, Herman, don't be frightened. It's only a little turkey. And he's got to live with us for a while, Herman. Jealous. This is the happiest moment of my life. In the Berlin, this is the Army. Here's a tune that's coming up fast to be a real winner. The boys and six hits and a miss. Then I'm getting tired so I can sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Gracie, are Herman and the Tucks uh, and, and the Ducks still fighting in the pantry? Well, I, I, I'll look and see. <laughs> I think they're still fighting. Mm. I got the same impression. Unless we do something, the neighbors will be complaining about the noise. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past that snippy Mrs. Marks who lives next door. She, she's had it in for me ever since I borrowed her vacuum cleaner last week. I don't know why. Well, maybe you kept it too long. Oh, no, no. I gave it back to her as soon as I finished cleaning the fish. <laughs> Very unreasonable woman. Hi, people. What brings you back, Chisler? Well, that's what brought me back. I invited myself over here for Thanksgiving dinner, and then I remembered I have a date with a girl for Thanksgiving. Oh, well, that's too bad, though. But, Gracie, you love having her. She eats like a horse. <laughs> Fine. Well, Bill, your Thanksgiving dinner's in the pantry, and he's fighting with that silly duck. Oh, a live turkey? Mm. Well, I better go out and break it up. You know, it'd be just like Herman to bite him in the part I like best. <laughs> Leave it to me, George. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> just a minute. Don't you birds realize that you get along better in life if you behave yourself and don't fight? <laughs> yes, that's so. Now, you take the case of a little swan I know, Herman. He was a good little bird, and now he's famous. They put his picture on every swan wrapper, and he's very proud, because swan is the new white floating soap that gives you all that pure, mild lather so fast. So you see, Herman, it pays to be a sweet little bird. Yes, that's so. Oh, shut up. Oh, now, now, wait a minute. I, I didn't mean that, Herman. I meant you should be gentle, like swan soap is gentle. It's as mild as the finest Castile soap, so mild that mothers use it to bathe their babies. So mild that it's perfect for anybody's bath or shower. So, Herman, why don't you be mild and gentle, too, and put your wing around a cute itsy-bitsy baby turkey? <laughs> why, listen, you little... you little ducky... There's, uh, there's plenty of room for both of you. So instead of fighting, why don't you go half and half? 
You know, like swan soap. You break it in two, put half in the kitchen for dishes and cleaning, and the other half in the bathroom for your hands and face. Now do you see what I'm talking about, Herman? <laughs> well, what do you say to the little turkey? <laughs> hey, ow, ow, cut it out, ow. Well, so long, George, so long, Gracie. Oh, what's your hurry, Dell? Why are you limping? Herman bit me in the part he likes best. Goodbye. <laughs> Gracie, Gracie, go in the pantry and stop that fighting or we'll be thrown out of the neighborhood. All right, dear. Oh, oh no, no, stop that right now. Stop it. Why, shame on you, Herman Burns. That's no way to treat a little girl turkey. Yes, yes, a girl. Uh, Herman, isn't you cute? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Why, Herman Burns. You know, sometimes I think you're older than you look. George. Gracie. Look, George, Gracie, a man you. just delivered all these things. What are they anyway? Well, they're for the turkey, George. I bought a little tub for it to swim around in, and I a also tub? bought... A tub? A tub for the turkey to swim around in? Well, yes, I thought it would be more humane. The, the turkey can get used to it by degrees, and it won't be such a shock when the time comes. Get used to what by degrees? Well, I'm going to fill the tub with gravy. <laughs> well, that's a brilliant idea. Uh, anything else? Yes, yes, I bought a sun lamp. A sun lamp for the turkey? Yeah. Then why did you get that? Well, mostly for your sake. For my sake? Yeah, I know you prefer dark meat. Gracie, your ideas about raising a turkey are too advanced. But, George, people shouldn't be afraid to try something new. Suppose Marconi had been afraid to experiment. We'd only have spaghetti. Oh, sure, sure. Gracie, this turkey is costing me a fortune. Look at these price tags. Tough, $5. Sunland, $15. I could have bought three turkeys with this. Coming. This is absolutely ridiculous. How do going you out do? and buying. <laughs> have you a little turkey and a little duck, as reported by a neighbor? Well, yes. Why? Uh, may I refer you to statute one nine three of this county? Hmm? Possession of two or more live fowl shall in this county be deemed ipso facto a poultry farm, and such aforesaid property pertaining thereof shall be governed according to Article thirty eight, section seventeen of the laws of said county. What, uh, what does that mean? Cough up ten bucks for a poultry license. <laughs> well, that does it. I'm going into that pantry, and the next time you see that turkey, he'll have parsley where his feathers used to be. Oh, but dear... Come on, come on. I'm going to settle this right now. I knew that this thing would cost me a fortune. George, George, look, look. Herman and the turkey. Herman's got his wing around it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's fine. Get this. Love comes to Herman Burns. George, George, come inside a minute. What? George, I won't let you touch that turkey. It would be inhuman. That's what it would be. What would be inhuman? To eat our son's fiancé for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs>
Well, George and Grace, you'll be right back, so I've got just a second to remind you to stop in where you see the swan sign that says, Buy Three and Save. Take advantage of the big sale on swan that so many dealers are now running. And don't forget, sale or no sale, you save with swan. You save because swan gives you more soap per penny than any leading toilet soap tested. And you save because swan goes further than easily wasted package soaps. No matter what you use swan for, it saves you money. So buy three bars and save. Well, here they are again, George and Gracie. Gracie's on the phone. Hello? Is this Harry Morton? Oh, Harry. Harry, will, will you tell Blanche George is on his way over with a little turkey? He wouldn't let me keep it. It's pretty small, but you can fatten him up. How? Well, just feed a chocolate fudge sundae. Well, sure, sure it'll work. Look at your wife. Next week at the same time, Eddie Cantor will be George and Grace's guest. And there's a rumor that Ida... There's a rumor that Ida might join the Beverly Hills Uplift Society. So the makers of Swan, the new white floating soap, join George and Gracie in inviting you to tune in. Remember, Swan now brings you two of radio's top shows, George Burns and Gracie Allen and Tommy Riggs and Betty Lou over another network. And now till next week, this is Bill Goodwin saying, Well, I, Swan, how about you? <laughs>